That's what you should have done. Well, you, you want to let us know? There you go. No bullshit! Ooh, ooh, uh, Mike, are we rolling? This isn't pre-roll. Double bullshit. I mean, we're on the air. Why did you tell us, dude? Mark goes for one lousy vacation in Disneyland World. No more Disney for you, Mark. And all hell breaks loose. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep this truncated. I want to welcome in uh, wow, the Deuce, cool. Vinny, Vinny Guns over there. Mike number two, who's sitting in for Mark. And that's Matt. That's Bernie's kid over there. That's the guy you should uh, you should call at 734-245-4100. XG Services Group. That's the guy. What do you do over there, bro? Uh, a little bit of average. Get in the mic and hurry up. Do your own commercial. Uh, put me on the spot. Yeah, hurry up. Yep, we do network security, camera systems, anything you need, custom fit to your needs for the price you need it at pretty much. Anything with technology in your business. Really? anything and you do the also you know you do the drive-through sandwich boards the cameras right yep, for you're, sure you're Drive fucked order confirmation boards i mean uh pretty much anything you could use in your quick serve restaurant mcdonald's well. taking his shit so is burger king what are you gonna do now well, fill in the blank focus on starbucks i guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me say forward thinking there that was very good because, yeah. i mean for him because i know you're young but most of the time you ask people, what do they do? And they stutter and they, he jumped right in, answered the question. He knows what he's doing. I know, but that's great though, for him to have that level of comprehension and ability to he's, communicate it. He's got a new, uh. That makes, that's, he's got a, he's got a new bag a raise. Too. Tell your dad you need a raise. <laughs> he got a new bag, like, you know, the railroad crossings. They set up the cameras and the triggers and the. In the web. And not oh, until okay. we start talking to them that I realized there were cameras in the menus in your drive through So now every time I'm going through Starbucks, I'm smiling so they'll think <laughs> I'm nice. Not anymore at McDonald's because there's nobody to throw hot coffee on when they at fuck all. up your order. <laughs> nope, you're right. Anyway, look, uh, we it, happy Easter Monday, everybody. We want to bring you something positive because, you know, everything seems so negative. So we wanted to go positive. Want to bring some uplifts. We're accused of being negative. We are, but we know beautiful people. Pastor Barry from uh, the Church of the Messiah on the east side here, a man who actually really does things, but is a counterweight as we speak. Um, six dead and six injured in a Louisville, Kentucky bank. It's another one, right? Mm. So I, my, my thoughts on that were not thoughts and prayers. My thought is how it works. We have a mass shooting, then we have a media circus, then we have thoughts and prayers, then the politicians trot out there and have thoughts and prayers, and then all kinds of ideas. We need to do something. There's a gun debate between them. Then there's a gun debate online. Nothing changes. We wait for the next one. Then we wash, we rinse, we repeat, and we wait. Don't forget the memorial. You got to inject that in there. There's always. That's where you'll find yep. the politicians. Yep, exactly. So I'm, you know, it's, I've been working all week. I, I'm making you a promise. This is Michigan. We have Oxford. We have Lansing. I'm on that. You're going to be surprised what I'm finding. I'm going to give it to you in real time. 
Let me finish with what I found. It never had to happen. It did not have to happen. It's kind of outrageous. And I'll give you this clue. It's just like any big county, Wayne County, Ingham County. It doesn't happen in L.A. County. It doesn't happen in Manhattan County. Mm -hmm. But they're just waving people through. Mm -hmm. Just waving them through. What can we do? Assembly line of justice. Yeah. But But people are, and I don't want to use the term lazy, I, I will say overburdened, but that's what you sign up to do. And just to push it through because it's the easier option is a disservice to the people that you serve. Well, I mean, it's, it, it doesn't, you're not serving your position. It, it is more, it is that it's more than that. It's like, what are we funding here? Yeah, Where's true. the money? You know, what are we doing? Okay. We're giving a billion dollars to a Jap, uh, a, a Chinese battery company. What, Kim Worthy's been on this show. You know how clogged Wayne County mm-hmm. courts are? They're yeah. three years behind. Wow. Three. Yeah. They're, they're just waving it through. Yeah, they they're, never, there are laws. Well, they never, one, recovered from the pandemic. That slowed the court It was fucked up down. before the pandemic. Were, yeah, that's right. It was fucked up before that the pandemic. That became the scapegoat. And it's getting so bad. I don't know if y'all recall the incident with the three murder suspects in Florida. The, he, the sheriff caught heat because he posted their pictures. And he went on TV and said, look, y'all keep hollering about gun laws. He made a controversial statement, but it was, we got the laws. They're not being enforced on the other levels. Talking point. I mean, talking point. That's true. We got some issues, right? Just we're armed to the teeth and MSU's different. Because in the case of MSU, the gunman was known to law enforcement. The gunman was convicted mm-hmm. of a gun charge, and yet he's still able to pick up weapons. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That This case is so noxious and yet so interesting, and we just move right on by. And Charlie, at what point, how do, because you, you know, you've got your defense and your prosecution sides of, 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 of an issue or a law, like at what point does a person... They're not defending their the person's rights, but they're actually looking to navigate to let somebody that's obviously guilty off. I mean, that's a very gray area to me. Well, what we have to do, in my opinion, is hold the opinion, get the facts, and you know, like uh, plea bargain page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, like former attorney generals. Right. Like, let's get set what we know here, because it was again. The mass shooting, the media circus, the vigil, the debate mm-hmm. and thoughts and prayers, and then a big nothing. So I'm not willing to let it go. We're, we're going to go back and at least do one in our backyard because I don't know what happened in Louisville. Was he robbing the bank? It turns out it was probably legal guns. It's a guy that used to work at the bank or works at the bank. I don't know how you stop that. But. The vast, these things are spectacular, made for TV almost, mm-hmm. because you see how people react. Yeah. How many people were shot and killed in Detroit this weekend? It's a good question. The every, how, how many times those shooters came into contact with the criminal justice system, mm-hmm. had a weapons charge, it disappeared, we didn't do anything to take it away, violate them, you no longer have that right, and if you do it again, then you got to do your time. Why aren't we building minimum security facilities? Minimum. Right. Where you go out and you're picking up trash and you, and you now know we're serious because there's nothing more serious than murder. And where's the accurate 
account of shootings here in the city of Detroit. You, you, you don't know. You got it. You, you're guessing. Or I think there were two kids that were shot this weekend. I don't know if they were fatalities. Five-year-old and critical. Yeah. I don't know. There were at least two children that were shot this weekend. And nobody nobody was out there to shoot the kid. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a mass shooting. Yep. Right. Well, we're not, we're not discussing it. No. This, this one. But this, that goes against the narrative here. That, and I always say, then that's why that's always quiet. It's suppressed because it contradicts what they want you to believe about this city. You know, when we were downstairs waiting, I'm looking outside and I said, even when the city was at a low point, there were people outside. There's nobody out downtown. But you're saying this, like it's normalized. Yes. For the city. And if we're not careful, I guess the complaint is it's becoming normalized for these big spectacular. I, I don't even know anybody involved with whom I just killed. Normalize and desensitize. Right. We're just going through the motions. So there is a debate for background checks. There's a debate for what's the criminal justice system. What are we doing? What, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Oh, by the way, we're in the American Coney Island studios. Safe here. It's clean here. It's yummy here. It, come to the city and, and feel part of the community. And it's clean. Yes. <laughs> I have to say this, Charlie. When I go places, I look. I look at things. And while we were downstairs, I'm looking around. There's nothing abnormal. The bathrooms are spotless. But there was one telltale that lets you know just how clean it is. The air vents are clean. Now, when you go into a facility. I did that. Okay, well, hats off to you, Charlie. You did a great job. But I'm saying that's a big deal because people are cleaning but the air vents, so the air vents are clean. If you go outside and look at the awnings, those are clean. The awnings are clean. Yeah. I'll look at that downstairs. Okay. If you, if you notice, the sidewalks are swept. <laughs> Windows are clean. Oh, on a regular No basis. tiles falling off. But who wall. wants to eat someplace where you've got dirty air blowing through the, 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 the vents? I'm just saying it's exactly. little things like that, and people overlook that. And you can be in some of the nicest places, but if your air vents are dirty, that place is dirty. You know what I'm doing tomorrow on my, my, my what shift? You, what? Uh, it's spring now. And there's going to be a transition from the mm -hmm. heat to, right. you don't need heat, but you don't need air con. Now it's time to change the filters, the filters on the yep. HVAC system. Yep. There you go, right there. Thank you S very See, much. now that's what everybody should do in every area of, of responsibility, whether we're talking law enforcement or we're talking judicial system. Do what you're supposed to do. Do the preventative things. Right. Do the maintenance what, what, things. What? Did you just compare <laughs> the American Cody Island and Wade County Courthouse? Everything. Nice trick. Nice I think she's saying that Coney Island is running a little I'm bit saying, better. I'm than saying <laughs> everybody should do what they're supposed to do. Don't, don't kick the can. Don't ignore your responsibility. Be proactive. Take care of things and do what you're supposed to do. That's uh, what I'm all saying. All right, all right. We're moving on now. Um, well, <laughs> we're moving on. I want Karen to meet somebody I really respect in this town, Some, somebody that's a doer, somebody on the east side uh, – 48205, which has the moniker 48205-DIE. That's not 05. 09? He's an 07. He's 07? Yes. Look at that, Karen did her work. East side, mm -hmm. what's four, where's 40205? That's west side. No, he's in, he's in no. 48205. No. Yes, he is. I, let's bet. Look okay. it up. Uh-oh. Look bet. it up. That is not 05. Look it up. Charlie, I'm telling you. That's, Zip codes it goes, of Detroit. It goes, it goes from 14 to 07 to 26. Where's 09? Look it up. Come on. You're just talking, but you're not doing anything. I am. Let's I'm, go. I'm listening. Look go it ahead. up. Okay, keep well, talking. Well, why is she looking that up, though? Who is the young man you went to see her to meet? 
Well, she's looking it up because okay. she's the one that went to see him. But it's it's um, what's the Pastor Barry Randolph at the uh, Church of the Messiah, right at the, at the foot of Belle Isle. This is the spot of the neighborhood where people go to meet, people in need, people need internet, people need housing, young men need someone to talk to, help you find employment. Is it the Taj Mahal? Oh no. seven. Like I said. He's in 07. Where's, where's 48205? Okay, Charlie. Yeah, I work for 48, the post office, but okay. 48205. 48209. It's West Side, but I'm telling you, 48205. Yeah. I don't have my glasses on. No, I can't let me see, see it. but it's. Let me see it. I'm telling 48205, yeah, Detroit. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be the East Side, Karen. Thank you very much. No, it's not. Borders 48207. She says, no, no it doesn't. Not. She puts it down. They don't go. A, okay, says, I can't see it. It says Moross right there. But where's Moross on see, the west side? I should tell you how serious that's, we are about I'm scaring just, just on no just, bullshit news. For God's sakes, woman. <laughs> Sometimes it's just not accurate. <laughs> okay, well, Pastor Barry is an 07, like yeah. I said. And he's an OG. Yes, the he original is. disciple of God. Yes. He oh, really cool. is, he is, right? And you had some time to hang with him. Yes. How would you... We're going to hear the piece now, okay. but, but what would well, you say about the man? I had the opportunity to meet him prior, but this was the first time I had the opportunity to sit down and talk to him. Heard a lot of good things about him, but he, in my opinion, defies what we've come to expect as religious leaders, especially in this city when we have more than 4,000 churches. Um, he is serious. He's passionate. He's committed. Um, and just all the things that any person that is in that position should be, and he's doing. He's focusing on changing lives, not dishing out promises. Does not enrich himself. He does not enrich himself. Uh, and I'm, my column, next, not this week, but next week is about him. And I have to tell you, no Mercedes, no diamonds. He's missing a tooth. No suit. No suit. I mean, he a is- A hole in the roof. He's a hole in the roof. I mean, but he talked about how- Jesus didn't mingle with the elite. He met and dealt with the least of thee. And he, you, you just have to hear him speak. I think we're going to do that now. Right. This is one of the real people offering real solutions, which is giving of yourself. That's true. And thanks for doing this, and happy Easter. Pastor Barry Randolph, we are in one of approximately 4,000 churches in the city of Detroit, and if not the only, one of very few who are actually doing something to address the problems that continue to feel like they're on a loop in the city of Detroit. Housing, unemployment, crime, um, undereducation, and just overall dismayed with who we are and where we are as a city. So thank you for your time. But let me let me ask you oh, this because you. we had a conversation once and you said nobody ever asked you this. How are you doing? Nobody ever asked us. Thank <laughs> you, Karen. I am good. I am fine. I'm overwhelmed. Um, tired, not in a bad way, but tired of this loop, tired of talk, tired of people um, talking about issues and not being able to do something about it. Um, ready to move and ready to see action, but I don't want to just sit and 
wait for somebody to come save us. I believe the city of Detroit actually has everything it is that it needs. We got some of the most incredible people in this city. Um, we just need to be activated to do the work that we need to do with no obstacles in the way. So let's talk about what makes you different. Hmm. You, don't, you, you don't drive a Maybach. Nope. You don't have any, any jewelry. You're not in a suit. Nope. You got on gym shoes. And <laughs> other than the University of Michigan cap. <laughs> I'll your, have Michigan we're, State. We're, we're going to get you a Michigan State, State cap. Yeah. But what makes you different that shape the things that you're doing? Because you're addressing housing. You bring in young people as they are. Yes. You are, you know, you, you talked about being at a meeting the other day uh, on homelessness when they would not let homeless people, people. that you had speak. And as a re you got up and walked out of the meeting. Yeah. So. Who is Pastor Barry Randolph? What makes you who you are? So let me say this. I never wanted to be a preacher. That was not my thing. I always believed that God existed. Church was not my thing. Being a preacher was not my thing. When I was called to do this, God literally had to call me. I had a burning bush experience. And he told me, go get my young people. And he told me to do church differently. I didn't come to play church. I didn't come to play with people's lives. I came to make a difference. And when I die, I want to be able to say I've done the best job I possibly can with making a difference. The church don't pay me. This is not a job. This is a call. I am called to make a difference in my community. I am, I am called to make a difference with um, the people who come here. And the young people, they don't reject God. They just don't like church. And I just don't understand why church just can't change the way that it do things. We always say this. We always get people stuff and say, yes, we want the young people. We want the young people. But if they walk in and they smell like weed, if they walk in and the hat is backwards, if they walk in and the pants are sagging, we immediately would stop them at the door. We would say we would let them in, but would we really? And then if we were nice enough to allow them to come in, how would we look at them when they came in? Would we see a child of God? Would we see a human being? We profess that, but do we believe that? Would we show that? And I think that is the most important thing. You live in the city of Detroit. I live upstairs, upstairs. here. I live in this building. I left my house. I left my job. I was so committed to this. God literally told me, do you have more faith than fear? Yes. And I'm like, Lord, because I couldn't do my job and do this full time. And this meant so much to me. And he knew that. And I'm like, Lord, this job is in my way. And he said, quit your job, move into the building and do my work full time. And I said, Lord, if this don't work, I'm going to be unemployed, homeless and churchless. This is not going to turn out good. He said, do it anyway. Have more faith. The people in this community and in this church saw that. It was like this fool that moved in church, <laughs> this fool. quit his job, did this thing. And someone was like, we got to back him up because he's stupid. And it reminds me of a gospel reading that we were doing a couple weeks ago when Jesus was going back to um, Bethany. Mm -hmm. He was going back and he was going back because his friend Lazarus was dead. He was going back to see his family. And then um, the disciples said, wait a minute, Lord, why are you going back there? Those people just they just tried to kill you. Why are you going back? If you go back, you go die. And then Thomas looked at the rest of the disciples and said, let's go die with him because he foolish. He going out there and so we go die with him. And that's what some people in this community did. If that man is foolish enough to do that. And you got to remember, the church was in disrepair. Then. We had no money. We had no members. And we were scheduled to close in 18 months. And when people stopped and they saw that degree of commitment, I'm like, come hell, high water. I'm going to do this. And it made some people stop and say, if you dumb enough to do this, we go do it with you. That's the Detroit I'm talking about.
That's the Detroit. It's almost like we're not going to run from these things. We're going to stand anyway. And that is the true Detroit that don't get the credit. Mm -hmm. That's bigger than the Dan Gilberts. That's bigger than the Illages. That's bigger than all of these people coming with these grandstands. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for Grandma Jenkins on, on the corner doing her thing and that block club, that was a, there would be no Detroit for them to celebrate. That's true Detroit. And those are the ones we need to be celebrating. And those are the heroes. And that's why I do what it is that I do. I owe them. And I owe the people who put this church together, who said we go build the houses, we go do this thing. And to the then members of the church, I'm like, what? So we just go lay down and die. We done been through all of this. Mm -hmm. We done nothing, been yeah. through the 67 riots. And we done start. Oh, hell no. This ain't going to happen. God mm -hmm. didn't. The same spirit that raised him from the dead is on the inside of us. And it's got to be, sometimes you got to be the sacrificial fool, but um, that's the privilege. Somebody's got to be able to do it. I don't mind doing that. I don't mind doing that part. So at least when I died and what it was I preached, I believed it for real. Let's talk about the building just for a second, uh, because one of your supporters said, Pastor Barry takes every dime, every dollar that he gets, and he invests it into the people in the community. And as a result, you've got some things kind of leaking through the yeah, roof, and yeah. that's put you. So I want to talk about that, because yes. at some point, the community needs to rally behind you and make sure that that is addressed so you can continue to work from and not necessarily out of the building. Well, yeah, we spend so much time on the community on the outside. Um, we do have to look out for the building. We do have to look at look out for the inside of this building because inside of this building this is where our housing corporation is our doctor's office where we provide the internet service our commercial kitchen where we do employment and workforce development so we do use the building and our roof is leaking and what a lot of people don't know they hear things like oh you're about to rehab a building down the street or you're um um you have rehabbed over 200 units of affordable housing um how come you can't fix your own roof what people don't know is Church of the Messiah Housing, Church of the Messiah created Church of the Messiah Housing Corporation mm -hmm. to literally be a housing corporation to provide affordable housing for the community and neighborhood. So it's not like you pay your rent and the money come to the church. No, it goes back into Church of the Messiah Housing Corporation to maintain, manage the building, pay the insurance, uh, pay mortgage if, if that's necessary, to hire people um, to do the management. And so then, therefore, every dime goes back into that. So it's not like it comes into the church. The money that comes to the church is mostly the tithes and offering. Um, and what a lot of people don't know, me and the assistant pastor here, we, we, we don't get paid for this. Um, but our church is not a rich congregation. We're rich in spirit, but we're not this big mega church. I hope the roof don't fall while we're talking. But uh, <laughs> I pray to God that don't happen. But uh, yeah, that is something that we have got to do. And we have to we, we do need the building, even though we spend more time outside the building. We do need this building. And this church is it. It's um, 121 years old. So it's an old it, building. It's beautiful. It is yes. absolutely the woodwork. Everything in here is beautiful. Well, for, for nothing else, I'm, I'm glad you're not telling me, uh, you know, give 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 me your money. Give me give me the money that you want to go to God and I'll ask ask God to bless you with the money that you've given to me. So thank you for not pretending to be a fiduciary <laughs> for God. Yes. And I'm glad to have a conversation with a person 
um, that's, that, that doesn't remind me of a rapper. If there's one thing that you would say, you certainly know the things that are going on. You've talked about gentrification. Uh, a lot of times people in the city of Detroit feel left out of the equation of the new Detroit. We're still wrestling with illiteracy, gun violence, unemployment. Yes. If there's one thing that you would say to people um, who are listening to this that you think would actually either not necessarily make them feel better, but see things differently and move in a different direction, uh, helping to change the trajectory for everybody and not just one group of people, what would it be? It would be hold down. Hold down, don't let go. A lot of people in the city of Detroit are heroes. I remember in the documentary that we're in called The United States of Detroit, um, I had said, I, I, I get in trouble for the stuff that I say. Um, Jesus got in trouble, in trouble too. With? That, with everybody, <laughs> because it's almost like, well, Pastor Barry, that was kind of controversial. And I'm thinking to myself, how is justice controversial? Mm -hmm. How is doing the right thing controversial? But it is. Um, and I had said, um, for the people in Detroit, the cowards have left and the tough people stayed. And they making it happen in the city of Detroit. Stay here. Keep it going. Make it happen. We tougher than it is that we know. And a lot of the cowards, in my opinion, really did laugh. I understand why people leave the city with all of the issues it is. But there's a lot of people who are here, not because they were left behind, because they love this city and they choose to be here and they've stuck it out. And they've been through the bankruptcy and the hard times and the turmoil and the violence and the white fight. And they still decided to stay here. Those are the people. That's the true Detroit. The true Detroit is the Detroit that looked at the good, the bad, the ugly, the hell, the high water, the bankruptcy, gentrification, poverty, gun violence, and stop and say, I'm still going to be here because I love this city and I'm going to stand up for the people that's here. That is true Detroit. That's the Detroit that stands. That's the Detroit that's making all of this happen. And if that Detroit wasn't here, no other new Detroit could ever be here. So that's true Detroit. Well, I'm going to just say this. With all this money dug in and spreading around, I think this is one of the first places he should be looking. They're already doing the work. But you know what? That won't happen because he's not buying into what you have to buy into in order to get those dollars. And that's what I respect about him. Well, the government shouldn't be a piece of the church anyway. Absolutely should not. So, I mean, if there's grants... Mm -hmm. Should help them look for them, right? Get that roof fixed. If there's some money to be raised, we'll yep. help them do it. But I, yep. I'm completely, 100% an American. There's got to be a separation of the church, church and state, state before the the state starts buying the church. That's True the that. spirit of the church. That's the spirit it of is. the holiday. It is very much so, and the spirit of Detroit, Charlie. I mean, I just. If you could have heard the entire interview, I mean, his conversation is so revealing. Uh, on so many levels, um, it, it's just it was it was quite moving. Uh, I was privileged and honored to be able to talk to him. So thank you for uh, having me do that because I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. And next time, I'd like to see you guys looking around Detroit. That's both of your side of town. I'd, li I'd like some pictures. All right, Charlie. It was storming that day. We were I, in I there. We care. had. A, we had I, good, I don't care. Uh, well, I do because I, I couldn't care. be out in the rain. Karen, I sat out in the rain in front of a <laughs> well, heap of trash. You have. You, you, you do that. Your, your hair can Wait, stand. Wait, no, out. my FEMA check that your, never came. <laughs> your hair can stand being out in the rain. Mine couldn't. But yeah, I'd like to do that. I would really like to um, be able to do the the next half of that story, Charlie, and see. You know, about because he's got the solar CN's panels, they grow, they, they grow food, the housing, 
uh, he talked about the acquisition of a, of, of a property close by um, because of the proximity to the church and just he so bought, many he, things. He does, the reason his match is in the, to Louisville or whatnot is what he's mostly involved in mm-hmm. is stopping gun violence. Right. I mean, he's doing, he's doing uh, a parade and a march every summer. It's uh, 10,000 deep. You know what I mean? All on his own. No dugging, no bullshit. And people no, come from all over the nation for that. Yeah, and, and the politicians come to, to, to be seen on him. But they're, you know, they're, they're yeah. no help like that. But he is doing the things outside of the march, Charlie and Red. I mean, you talk about those wraparound things that draw people from out of situations that would result in gun violence or something else. I mean, when he talked about letting the young people in the church, mm-hmm. you know, he says, yeah. people say, oh yeah, you can come to our church, but you got to take your hat off. You can't wear jeans. Mm-hmm. You can't smell like weed. He said, Karen, he said, sometimes he said, the young people come in here and smell like weed so strongly. He said, I get a contact, but those are the people that we're trying to touch. You can't discriminate against the people that you want to engage and that you say you want to help. Well, you know, our documentary's coming soon. So like, You'll see the pictures of mm-hmm. what he does with young men. Like, where do, where do young men go to work in the mm-hmm. city? Get some guidance. In, in, in the summer. And clothes you and know, some, like, some mentorship. Like, You'll see it all. Yeah. It's, it's really quite unbelievable. I do want to ask one question, Karen. How long has he been the pastor of this church and doing this? What uh, and you know what I don't remember. You should have asked her before the fucking show. Oh, yeah, well, I don't remember. Just pulling some. I don't, I don't remember. Dumbass question but, but, but like he, that but, out of the end. <laughs> no, it's not dumb. Well, that's a really revealing there. I, I don't know. I get yeah, beat I up about on twenty the years show more yeah, than Mike about, Tyson yeah, exactly. did about by Buster Douglas. <laughs> nice one. And and now that you have the answer about twenty years, uh, what curiosity has been fulfilled here? Well, what took so long for the attention to be brought to this? pastor that's been an example of what the church and the community supposed For to be. Who? I mean, Charlie, I caught you. I caught you on a bullshit. Char- Charlie's you were known, just talking Charlie, to talk. Charlie's known just about talking him to and talk. talked to him over the years. Talking now, if you're asking talk. why other people haven't, I mean, I can only here's, guess. Here's my question. Why don't you get your ass in the church? Did you go to church yesterday? No, because every time I walk by one, I get very hot for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get hot. You need some church now. Get in there. And go ask him yourself. Get involved. Yeah, I. You know what? I'm. I'm not a church person, uh, but I did tell him I'm going to come. I didn't want to go to Easter because that's when everybody starts going. But I am going to go because I'd like to see, and I think that maybe there's some things that I would like to get involved in. It's a good time to go. I went to church yeah. first time since COVID. I went yesterday. Did Father you? Paul looked good. Yeah. You know what I did? I went late. Stood at the back. Left early. <laughs> I, I wait for the gospel. I wait for the hymn. I wait for the homily. See ya. Yeah, that ain't a black church at all. We'd still be in but there at three thirty, waiting that, on but, dinner. But that's the other thing. His ser- his service is one hour. Okay, it's forty five minutes. Well, he said an hour. So it's, it's okay, forty five minutes. Okay, I'm just going on what he told me. Well, I, so I, that's what I said. You got to go. Yeah, you got to do a little it's, bit more. Okay, but it's an hour or less. I mean, I was raised in the Catholic Church, so I'm used to blue jeans, five dollars, one hour, and you're out. Nice. You know, like exactly. I don't, I don't, right. don't want to be in there that's all day. I'm not trying to resurrect the dead. Uh, and I don't want to have to pay thirteen different, you know, collections. So I just, I, I am, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back. Well, okay. if I wasn't convinced that the we accept weed smelling congregation members, I'm definitely convinced with the for forty-five you, minute service. And you know, your teeth was all fucked up. Yes, Barry's missing the tooth that's right up your alley. Hey, toothless people get a lot done. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> all right. So listen, uh, 
going to end this here with, with some negative news. And the negative news is realistic. Brought news. to you by ADR, <laughs> who's overseen more than a quarter billion dollars in private and public construction projects. So let, let, let's, let's get some money raised to fix his roof because yes. it is a jewel. It's absolutely a jewel. Church of the Messiah. Uh, ADR, reduce your costs, increase your bottom line. Um, experts in procurement, government compliance, and information technology. Call Barry Ellentuck at 248-318-9424 for a consultation. Get the job done right on time on budget, ADR, 248-318-9424. Just a little, little truthful negative news. The Tigers fucking suck. <laughs> the summer sucks already. <laughs> Chrissy Illich, sell the fucking club. They're two and seven. They've got the bottom third of payroll in the Major League Baseball, okay? Two guys take up half the payroll, Miguel Cabrera mm -hmm. and Javier Baez. They've got nine hits between them in 15 games. Wow. Two guys, nine hits in 15 games. Sounds like good work if you what can What a joke. <laughs> what? Okay, so I did some digging. Tiger Stadium, Comerica Park. Oh, I built that. You didn't build any such fucking thing. Depends who you believe. Anywhere between 40 to 70% of the stadium's cost was paid for by us. But Chrissy gets to keep all the hot dogs, all the parking, all the jerseys, all the vending, all the tickets. It's a joke. Now, Forbes lists the value of the club at $1.4 billion. One quarter of a billion dollars of that value is the stadium that he doesn't own, but he's got locked down for a dollar a year. Wow. And I'm getting a two and seven start, right? All of 24 guys making $50 million and one has been and one bullshit dude <laughs> making the other 50 million. A cold pizza. Fuck you, crit man. Who are you fooling, dude? This, it's already, it's over. Say before it even gets started. Yeah, it's cold. How was opening day? Did you go? Hell no. Okay, I was just asking. But I listen on the radio because I love Dan Dickerson. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I was down here for opening day, and it wasn't as, seemed as many drunk fans as year before last. I may be wrong, but mm. a little more you, tamer I, this I, year, I, I, I think. Sell the club. They're garbage. Could, Can't hit a could. fastball. Maybe you should try out. Yeah, I, you know. I was going to do that with the Lions. <laughs> but what happened? Matt Millen got fired. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I went and saw Matt Millen. It was, I got back in like 2008. I went to him. It was like 75th anniversary of the Lions and the 40-year anniversary of Paper Tiger. George Plimpton, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. participatory journalist, uh, got to go to um, preseason. He played four plays, lost 28 yards. He was very bad. So I'm like, I would like to do that. And, and Millen said, the rules have changed. Only so many guys get to come to preseason. But you can go to rookie camp. I'm like, fuck, this is going to be fucking great. It was all settled. <laughs> then they went 0-16. He was out on his ass. And I never got to do it. Well, and now... And you got some history, some experience. We've seen footage of you of playing play football. football. Yeah. I used to do it till my knees went out. But Charlie, you should, hey, you know, you can be a walk-on. Get some of those millions and help get I a new roof for the church. How when I'm limp? I can barely, I can barely get out of bed. Well, if nobody's, if nobody's hitting the ball, you won't be running anyway, so it doesn't right. matter. Right. I'd like to throw out a pitch. I can at least get it yeah, to the plate. Curveball. Or something. That would yeah. be great. Why not? Try it. Sell the club, Chris. And, and so the, the Pistons are going to have a new coach? I know, but. Another the, team we're Casey's paying out. for. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. He he's should out. be out. 
They're garbage. Who's, who's oh, next? the rebuild. They, they won 17 games. Their marketing is horrible. The wings blow. Oh, we're in a rebuild. They just traded everybody. Now, come on, man. Well, there has to be a professional Barney. slot on one of those four teams for you and Brad. Ass. Somewhere. Barry's over there without a tooth and leaking the roof. <laughs> well, this I, motherfucker milking the whole neighborhood. I will say this, though, Charlie. You can go to their website. I believe there's a donate button. And I did drop the a tigers? check. The Tigers? No, no, the church. <laughs> and I, and I did take a check from us to start the ball rolling. Garrett. Yes. In the spirit of the you're not supposed to tell people you donated money. I can tell people I do. I you can do whatever my the fuck money. you are. You're liberated. You Listen. liberate right next to 4820 die. <laughs> <laughs> Did we look that up there? The right. It's a good thing I did bet. This is from right. the man hey, who cannot I, stand to be wrong. I know, but you're right. And I apologize, but I was correct coming down here for 8214-0726. I got that right. I hate to be wrong. It's okay, oh, I, hate, I hate to be spreading stuff that's not correct. And I and I That's what I makes the show that. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's right. true. We, so we, I was yeah. wrong. Right. Oh no! Okay, I was oh, wrong. You're so wrong. I don't. I don't work so for the post loves. office. I don't have I don't a zip know. code for the Normandy. It's just <laughs> the Normandy. No, is that Detroit or is that Highland Park? Technically, it's Detroit. It's Detroit. So it's one block. It sits on the border of right, Highland Park. It's one Park. block south of. Yep. Okay, all right. It's that's definitely fine. Detroit. And the police don't show up either way, Detroit or Highland Park. So it doesn't really matter. Speaking <laughs> of which, get ready, Lansing. I'm coming this week with my lawyer. Part two. Check out Karen's column in the Detroit News tomorrow. What's it about, Karen? Um, tomorrow, it is about the Tuskegee Airmen, um, the museum, and Brian Smith, who is the president and CEO. Quite impressive uh, gentleman. And, Christ, um, you should be working for Craig's. Why? Profiling CEOs. No, this is the, now this guy's from the Tuskegee Airmen Museum. He's not, it's not that. It's just, they just got $500,000 scholarship from the, um, uh, the Federal Aviation um, Commission. What is it? FCC. Administration. Administration. Because they want to encourage Didn't you just, young you people. wrote the column. I know, but my mind, I'm done with that column. My mind is somewhere oh. else now. Hmm. I don't hold she on to stuff it like. the FEC. F, I was thinking FCC and FAA, and I got them mixed D-E-A-C-I-A, up. D-E-A-C-I-A, whatever, man. <laughs> so if that's it ain't what W-E-E-D, that's, I don't that, know what the hell y'all talking about. I'm, Charlie, I don't feel well. I miss my Caribbean beach. I need to go back. I'm tired. I'm <laughs> Did sorry. Did you just get back? That's yes, great. That's great. Nothing like the audience uh, listening to a tired host. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Hey, I'm here, doggone it. Yeah, and it's a holiday. And I'm giving you 200%. Yes, you are. Thank yes. you for that. And uh, that's Tuesday, can't miss Detroit News, Karen Dumas. You're on Wednesday. Wednesday, I will give you part two of the anatomy of a mass murder. Why Anthony McRae was allowed to wander around when they caught him with a loaded piece. Outrageous. Red, you'll be working on your new job. <laughs> Congratulations. What is that new job again? Uh, talking about my piece Thursday or the custodial yeah. job. <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah. working on Detroit's sustainability. Which, You're in the new Detroit sustainability czar. Yes. I'm so the, the mayor's czar. hired you. Yes. No, but not you're trying really. out. Uh, we're going <laughs> to submit an audition tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. Oh, God. We'll see you Thursday. Try to love one another. Look at you, Mike. Seamless. Oh, that was nice. Are you getting that, man? Okay, yeah. Next piece, next piece. Yeah, very good. Thanks.